Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Caleb Patterson, Midwest Miles for People, People, Real Talk in the House. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in the world. We are international, so I can get away with saying that. Thank you very much. And if you are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like a map at P4PMuscle.com. And now let's chit-chat with the banter. I am elated. I'm super excited. I know you guys hear that and think, oh, Kayla's just going to be too amped up. He must have had his alter ego, uh, extreme, pre-workout. No, I've done two leg workout sessions today, and that still wasn't enough. So I went ahead and did a class, and that wasn't enough because I get to talk with one of the fine gentlemen in natural bodybuilding, and he's also last year's winner at the 2018 Windy City Naturals. I'm talking about Chris Wells. I'm super excited to have this gentleman on because I've known him for quite a few years, and each year he's still humble, he's still professional, and he's still a family man. And that takes an awful lot when you talk about getting ready for a show, prepping, and everything else. Just regular life things seem to uh, be boggling people's minds. And this man has found a way to juggle a lot. I know it's done with great support, but still he has his part to do. I'm talking about none other than Chris Wells, Natural Pro Bodybuilder, Windy City Naturals winner. Chris, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you, Kaylin. Thanks for having me, man. I uh, I appreciate it. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, when you first reached out to me and asked me to be a part of the show, I, 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 you and Des, I, I'll be honest, I thought it was um, – I thought there were going to be lights and cameras, you know, like an episode of Cribs. I, 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 I've been cleaning the house all day waiting for the camera crew to show, and, uh, you know, you <laughs> dropped the bomb on me and told me it was just going to be audio. So, you know, here we are. But, uh, but yeah, no, excited to be on the show, and I couldn't be happier, man. Thanks for having yeah, me. I'll, I'll be stopping by there uh, basically to get that light <laughs> camera and all that good stuff. But that's the video part of it because as, as we get closer to uh, Brian's show, I know he's poured his heart into that show, he and his wife and his new family. I mean, it's it's so much that he's doing for that region and for this region, I'm sorry. And he's been really yeah, helpful absolutely. with the absolutely. children's workshop that we've been doing with the inner city at-risk children. I don't know if you remember them running around at the show last year. but uh, I do, I do. He, yeah, he, he opened that door, and the children will be happy to go back that, that year because it's so hard to see guys looking like you do and realize there's no drug involved. So, you know, it, it's it's growing. That atmosphere is, is really positive for those kids. And, you know, with them, you know, struggling so much and losing so much with hope and you know, their own personal identities, it's really something positive that really made a difference. And to see, you know, guys like you, guys like uh, Wittig, and, and all, you know, Meshack, so many uh, top-name uh, caliber athletes, Terrence was there. So, you know, it, it, it set them to see, and, you know, I'm, I'm not picking on anything, but to see men of color, like, standing and as winners and no drugs involved, Absolutely. no, uh, all you know, no bad lifestyle, no hustle on a negative side, but basically just people that are, are, are doing really good things with their lives, they see husband and wife. They see boyfriend and girlfriend. They see families. And they were asking everything that we couldn't even think about because I was thinking more bodybuilding. They're thinking more, well, how does this work? And 
and you know who is this person and and why are, is he holding the kid if he's got a tan on so you know stuff that we just didn't even think about right. <laughs> and lo and behold there right, it was right. but but before we get too deep into that let's backtrack and start talking about you um you know let let's introduce you to our, our late, uh, members and our listeners because they're they're wanting to know all right you guys jump right into something else and you're not talking about this man's backstory so they'd like to hear about you <laughs> and uh hear how, how long you've been in the sport and how it feels to be a pro winner. You, you've won uh, many times as an amateur, but there's now to be winning on the pro side has to be, a, 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 I know, a definite uh, a thing off your back. And then to have, you know, right in your hometown, it's got to be even better. Absolutely, Kaylin. You know, you you hit the nail right on the head. You know, we we can talk about, you know, uh, you know the McCabe's, the you know Perez family. You know the, the these these great pioneers in the sport, Keiko's family, and you know Anderson, Leif Anderson, and and folks like that who who do so much for the sport. Um, you know, it, it was an honor for me to compete in the Windy City Windy City Natural, and um, you know to compete in in Brian and in Way Show. Um, so yeah, you know, I I've, I've been competing. So I started in bodybuilding in 2007. Um that was that was the first show I ever did was in in 2007 actually in in Bourbon A. Um mm-hmm. uh, I want to say it was the uh, yeah, yeah. I think that was yeah, I think it was still I think it was still called the Great Lakes Natural back in 2007. Yeah, you had the Mr. Natural Illinois in the spring and you had the Great Great Lakes Supernatural in uh in the fall, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I did one show as as a novice in 2007. I won the novice class, and then to be perfectly honest with you, I took a bunch of years off. I took five or six six, six years off. You know, I had a, a had a young daughter at the time, and I felt like, all right, I should probably you know focus more on family and and you know raising helping raise my child and things things of that nature. So, I took some years off, and then I actually went pro in 2013 i came back to the nambf great lakes natural and uh won my pro card at that show in 2013 and and you probably remember that show because you and i were competing against each other in that show so uh you know it was uh so so to go back to the windy city natural to so if you think about it from 2013 to 2018 i had not won a pro show on stage in six years. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I had done quite a few um, amateur shows, and I had quite a few amateur wins, but I had not had a pro win, you know, like I said, on stage. I, I won one show by default in, in 2016. Um, I was I was placed second, but then and then awarded the win after uh, the top competitor tested positive for, for some substance. So, um, but you know it's it's different when you actually win on yes, stage versus winning by default. So it was a huge win for me after six years of grinding. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a pro, no doubt. And um, and finally getting that win. So I I I couldn't have been uh, more excited. It was a very emotional win for us. And and, and I'm I'm going to take a step back to the the 2013 show because. <laughs> That was uh, one of the times where I had, I have such a love, and I know you do as well, 
And it was just great mm-hmm. talking to you backstage. And you had a phenomenal physique. I mean, you looked larger than life even backstage. And I know the stage lighting always makes us look our best if we know how to present ourselves mm-hmm. at our best. Sure. And I wanted you to win so bad. I was rooting for you on stage. And I don't know if you remember our conversation. And you were like, but, but you're competing against me. And I've just tickled me to no end. Because I'm like, if you put your leg just a little bit better, your leg would look so much more. <laughs> yeah, and I I, I, I remember you, know. you. I remember you in the audience. You were off stage and you were actually yelling out like legs, legs. You know, like flex your legs, yes. telling me to 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 hit certain poses. And I just thought to myself, I can't believe a guy that I'm competing with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Competing against yes. is actually uh, cheering me on and encouraging me. Um, and, and that. That gave me a whole new perspective, and I and I and I never forgot that. And um, you and I have had conversations about it. Um, you know, it, it just it just gave me a different perspective on the sport. You can be competitors, but you can also encourage and help and and help guide. You know, some of the guys, especially when you see that they're so close to the victory. You know, they can just they can take yes. it. So I I definitely appreciate that. That that, that was a fun night. Oh, it, it was above and beyond. Like you said, especially, you know, um, my introduction into bodybuilding was at NPC shows, and it was just so cutthroat and so, yeah. uh, like, low. I, I don't it, – I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it. But there were just things, like, they were so negative. And I was thinking, how can something, like, creating the physique that people dream about be done in such a negative way and it was just so cutthroat so backstabby and i I almost almost thought people would have tripped somebody trying to go up on stage just to you know get a shot at yeah and i i I I agree with you yeah go ahead no i was gonna say i there is a lack of you know and i've done i've done an mpc show before um and there's a lack of uh camaraderie uh, that I noticed yes. uh, at, at the NPC shows, and, and nothing against NPC, you know, and I don't, I don't want to paint NPC with with that brush, but it's it's just you know my my perspective and and one of the things mm-hmm. that I noticed, and obviously similar to your experiences with uh, with doing NPC shows as well. So, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, and and I, it was like when I came into a, a, the natural show and then have a chance to compete in it. I noticed that people were willing to tan each other, uh, sharing each other's food for the special, you know, when the people mm-hmm. hadn't brought, thought about, you know, pre-prep. It was their first show, and they were basically just uh, ducks out of a pond and had no clue what was going on. There were people that were walking them through. And like you said, we were competing against each other, but it was still a family-type atmosphere. And I said, well, you know, this is how I grew up in sports. That's what I'd always been missing after, you know, the basketball had, had stopped bouncing and the football stopped being thrown, there, I missed that camaraderie. And to have that kind of teamwork against basically the other team, and you, and you still yeah. have people sharing those moments, because, you know, like you said, this was back in 2013, and I still think the world of you, and I still love talking to you, and I still love that, 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 that history that we can share because no one else truly understands that kind of thinking or that kind of prep or that kind of life. And it is good to share those memories because you have a next generation coming behind it. And, absolutely, you know, for, 
for pioneers like you, uh, Rico, everybody, you know, you, where you can go back in time and they can still see what you look like now. Because, you know, I was, I've watched, like I, was, I, I just said, shared this on a show. I think me and Dez did a show less than a month ago where I went to a funeral for a guy who had started uh, using. And, you know, from that day, it's been about 10 years since he started until the day of his death. And I said, he makes number 24 in my life that I knew uh, from the start of drug use until their death. And and, and I said, I'm just sick and tired of it. You're talking about knowing people and seeing them, and they have energy, they have these lives, they have all this stuff going on for them. They have families, and they forego all of that, you know, for an appearance of of health, an appearance of of fitness. But they're the furthest thing in front of it. And you know, another enlarged heart. I mean, it's been it's been for me, it's been seven for liver and kidney disease. Uh, I think about. Uh, uh, over 10, 11 for heart disease, and then I think the rest have been for a tumor of some kind in their bodies that was grown out of the the drug use. And I said, I'm just tired of losing friends like that. And I said, you know, I figured, you know, the the death of, of someone we all knew would stop this drug use, but it seems basically where everybody just kind of, bypasses it, surpasses it, and just says, you know, you know, he, he died doing what he loved. And I'm thinking, well, what about his family? What You know, what about the mother and father that raised that child? Now they have to bear it before they go to their grave. It, it seems like it just doesn't uh, connect to their minds that it could happen to them. And I know it's the same with heroin and, and cocaine, but it's still a death that really shouldn't be. And I I, I with with the natural lifestyle being what it is, I'm just shocked that more people aren't leaning that way. You know, and, and I and I think and and I hope that that more people come around. You know, as our sport grows and it has grown. I mean, certain divisions have. You know, I think the bodybuilding division has dwindled as more competitors have moved over to classic and physique and things of that nature. Um, but I think the sport overall, um, it, it just still continues to grow. And, and I, and, and, you know, that was one of the things that I wanted to say to you and Des is that, you know, I appreciate, you know, I really appreciate you and Des and the P4P family and, and a host of others, you know, for helping to create a platform you know, for the fitness community, for putting a spotlight on natural natural um, fitness and natural bodybuilding, and just, you know, like I said, necessarily putting a spotlight on a sport that I love, you know, that we all love. So, you know, I, I, you know my hat's off to you and, and, like I said, the P4P family and, and, and a host of others for doing that, man. It's, it means a lot. Glory to God, brother. And, uh, you know, the, one yep. of the things that I've been speaking about in the past is our bodybuilders have to keep that size of bodybuilding because I, I one of the things I know that weakened and dwindled our, our bodybuilding ranks was when they when they were getting so lean that they were undersized bodybuilding champions. And when they step on stage and see guys like you, 
it's not even close. So, you know, you, you have these great-looking physiques, but they've dieted down to almost uh, 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 immense physique caliber type athlete instead of a bodybuilding muscle fullness. And I think sometimes, and I know some of these uh, organizations, I've, I've spoken to them personally, so this is nothing new to our uh, our organization promoters and listeners that are listening, is that they were just too lean for bodybuilding overall. And they disagreed with me, but I, I said, your own criteria says that you're wrong and not me. Because if you have a Chris Wells-sized athlete on the pro side, and then you have a guy that's winning overall in bodybuilding at one, at you know, five eight five nine, and one forty five. It's standing next to you guys where he's done such a great job on the amateur side, and then standing on stage with the pros. It, you wonder why they were out there, and so does the audience, and so does the athlete. And sometimes, you know, we've had guys that would have been gone on to be great. Uh, pros had they gotten you know bigger and, and and stronger over the years, basically quitting because they realized I don't have a chance standing next to you guys on stage at that moment. Um, it hurts. It's you know I've talked to three. I don't know if you remember when we used to have the show out in St. John, but that was the one that really hit the closest to home for me because I had to talk the fella through. Uh, stepping on stage against uh, the pro side athletes in bodybuilding as compared to winning in overall uh, on the amateur side. And it's, it's, it's quite a difference. I mean, you, you, you're a pro. Like I said, we, we've just talked about you winning as a pro. How do you mm-hmm. basically get the promoters to understand that bodybuilding should still be a caliber of its own and not basically a one size fits all we still have to have some muscle fullness in that category. How, how do you say, how do we explain that to the promoters that the audience does like the size on their, their bodybuilding competitors, men and females. You and know, I think it, we save that group by doing so. You know, I, I, I it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dilemma, you know, for sure. You know, I'm one of the guys um, that probably carries more body weight. I'm probably a little bit heavier than you know, as a natural, than than, than mm-hmm. some of the other competitors. But I'll be perfectly honest with you. You know, I, I don't feel like there's a such thing in in any division of this sport where there's a such thing as too conditioned. Or you know, like if I'm sorry, but if there's a judge that that marks a competitor down because he's too shredded. Like if you actually have the nerve to write on a on a scorecard that someone is too shredded, then then that's a problem mm-hmm. in itself. So, you know, yeah. I, I think, you know, I've I've been fortunate, like I said, over the six years of competing and not winning, and you know, and and winning and not winning, um, to learn a lot about my physique and my body and what works and what doesn't work. You know, whether it's carb loading or, you know, water manipulation, posing, what have you, you know, having time to, you know, uh, to, like I said, figure out what works, and then also having a good coach in your corner who can be completely honest with you. I've got a great coach, George Asmus. You know, he's always in my corner. He's very honest with me. He's one of my best friends, and he's, but at the same time, he's very honest with me and upfront about, okay, Chris, this is working, this is not working. Whether it's 
whether mm. it's off season or in prep. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, wh- there you whether go. I ask him or not, he's he's going to coach me. So I, I think that's, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, as far as me giving advice to other competitors that get the right person in your corner. Um, yes. Uh, I, I have been, I'll be honest with you. I have been, I lost the show because I was too lean according mm. to the promoter. Uh, and, and that blew me away. That blew me away. I lost to a guy once that should. was, uh, who was, in, in, in my estimation, he was about three or four weeks um, out from doing the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a real tough pill to swallow. And I think it's, you know, it's a problem in the sport, but, um, you know, I don't know that I, I, I think it, it's a slippery slope. So when we go to young up and coming bodybuilders and we say, Hey, you know, don't be afraid to put on some size, you know, I, I think that 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 could lead some people, you know, down the wrong. Oh path. yes. You know, I, yes. I I think we need to still focus on conditioning and and uh, getting as lean as possible, um, but to your point, without sacrificing sacrificing size. And and that's that's where I was going exactly because a lot of people are sacrificing size to get to that overly conditioned. And I said, well, at some point we're crossing over into men's physique or classic physique. And I said, then, then mm-hmm. it becomes where you start into that another slippery slope where you have one person winning three categories and everybody's left scratching their head because which one fits that person best. And unless you've got, yeah. and, and thankfully I've been able to sit on the, the judging side and, and tell people, you know, when they come up and ask for the scoring and ask for the honesty, because you, you can't hold back if you're a judge. You have to speak the truth or you basically muddy the waters for any other show that these competitors go to. And I, I think a lot of people, by saying, oh, it's your tan, no, it has to be more than that. Or, you know, you need to work yeah. on clothing. Uh, it has to be more than that. Because as a judge, you're seeing these competitors on and off stage. So just give them the truth. Tell them the truth. And, and, you know, come with me. You, you, your job is to basically make the sport better, not worse. And if you're, you know, it, it shouldn't be, you know, arguing and fighting backstage or, or arguing and fighting after the show, but you do have to right. basically give the, the information that that athlete needs to improve. And I think if, if, if that's what the judge is thinking, then, then they're successful in, in what they do. If they're not, and they are holding a grudge, I've seen it. You know, we've been able to admonish the people we've caught doing it, it it's very embarrassing. Sure. It's very shameful uh, to see it happen. And, you know, to find out the backstory makes it even worse. But as athletes, you and I both know we need that information. I mean, we crave it because, heck, we're always yeah. looking in the mirror and we never see that perfect physique. And, and even if we do, we find out there's another physique in us that's even better one year down the road or two years down the road. So, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense how we're not growing better if we're getting the right people in the right positions to do the correct right. and, and professional judging. So, it, like you said, it, it, it sucks when you see the gaffe or the basically the uh, the miscues or, you know, like uh, the one where I had to speak up was uh, when I saw the person backstage and realizing their posing was going to be god-awful. And everyone was kind of upset with me because they said, well, you got to go tell him. I said, as a judge, I cannot. 
There is right. no way I had a, a, a right to do what they were asking. I said, you know, if 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 their coach, like you said, if you don't have the right coach, and they you have a, a men's physique all day and he's in bodybuilding or a women's uh, uh, bikini and she's out there doing figures, that's mm-hmm. not on the judge correct before the scoring's done. They're supposed to score what they see on stage and only that. Yep. Anything else is coaching. Yep. So, you know, it, it, yeah. it, in a perfect world, it would be great, <laughs> but it wouldn't be fair to any other athlete that happens to be there because you can see what a first-place physique looks like backstage but never presents itself on stage. And uh, it is something we definitely need to have corrected because a lot of times in the audience, unless you have a head judge that's going to walk them through it, a lot of times there are disgruntled people in the audience because they're saying, you know, this person looks phenomenal until they get into the poses and you realize, oh, my goodness, it, it's not even close. So, you know, as, as we grow, as we're getting better and as we're improving, pros like you have to be on stage, if not on stage in attendance at the local shows, where we can actually grow the sport where you can fill in the blanks for the athletes and the audience. So, you know, I, I know that's something you've done. I've met you at, at many shows uh, in the local area. Is there anything you have planned in the future to, like, with the seminars? I know Brian does some, and uh, it, it, it would be great to see you, you know, putting a hand in that. Or do you have the time with your family? You know, it's it's funny that you ask. You know, I've I've never given it uh, a whole lot of consideration, but it's something that I would I would I would uh, entertain doing. Um, you know, I've always thought, okay, at some point, you know, when I'm not competing as much, you, I think it's important to give back to the sport, either yeah. while you're still involved in it or afterwards, or or at some point, you know. Somebody helped you. Somebody guided you along the way. So I think it's it's only our responsibility to give back to the sport. I think that's a perfect way to do it. Um, I I would absolutely entertain something like that. I know you know Brian puts on some seminars downtown, and and um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's moving out to the suburbs <laughs> by me. So uh, you know, but yeah, I, I would I would absolutely entertain something like that. Well, we got a listener question. This is from Leslie, and she said, wait a minute, hold up. You guys have all these great names you just dropped, and Chris won his uh, Pro Side show debut. Not debut, but Pro Side show. You haven't even asked him how he felt. So let's get to that one, Chris. I I was screaming. I know you probably heard me amongst many, but – it for me it was a great moment because like I said when you when you know somebody and you know the backstory and all the struggles it means so much more because you you watch them you know keep going stay persistent stay determined and you know glory to God your family's kept supporting you how did it feel to hear your number called and then know that yeah that's really happening it's not a dream you know it, it was amazing. Uh, Kay, to be honest with you, um, I was actually – I had actually planned on taking the year off, so I had no intention on doing the show. I had done the show the previous year, so I – you know, I was I was runner-up to me, uh not Meshack, but um, the first year of the Windy City, I was runner-up to Meshack, and the second year, I was runner-up to Sam. Um, so I had not planned on doing the show. I was like – 
Yes, yes. I had uh, I had planned on taking the year off, letting my letting my body heal. You know, like you said, growing. You know, taking that taking a good nice off season. And so, you know, I, I had started cleaning up my diet <laughs> early in the year. You know, just you know, doing some cardio and cleaning up my diet a little bit for summer. You know, because my wife, my wife and I and the kids, we spent a lot of time in Michigan on the lake. So I thought, all right, well, I'm just going to clean up my diet and 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 just do a little bit of cardio. And I'll be honest with you, I just got into the zone. So yes. I got into that that you know how everything just starts clicking and it's Falls it's weird. Yes. Like usually. Yeah, absolutely. I struggle. I usually struggle in the very beginning with with contest prep. Um, you know, to me, there's always a great thing having that day marked on the calendar that you've got to be in a certain condition in a certain shape by a certain day. But it also mm-hmm. freaks me out a little bit, you know. Um, so I yeah. struggle in the beginning, and so not having a show that I was prepping for. I think made the first 10 weeks of cardio and diet super easy for me. So this was okay. the easiest prep I had ever I had ever had, you know, because there was no pressure of an actual show. Um but however, and not a lot of people know this, however toward the very end of my prep, I actually fractured my foot. Oh, so no. So when I competed, when I competed at the Windy City, I was actually competing with a with a fractured foot, stress fracture. So oh you've competed a bunch, and and you can only imagine how painful it is to do a side oh, twist yeah. when you have to put all your weight right. on your foot, or you know do a back double by when you got to spike a calf and do a back double by. So I was in excruciating pain. Angle I think out. that was also, you know, that also added to the emotion. Of you know, like you said, when when my number was finally called, I was just elated, um, and and couldn't wait to get some ice on my foot at the same time. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they say contests are easy, not even close. Yeah. So you know, I no, I, I no. remember the uh, the kids were saying, you know, he's so big, and you know, just all all the stuff that you. Like you have to mark down because it, it's great when you can explain to children that regardless what they see, this is a natural individual standing on stage. And one of the things that I've always that's always been appealing to me because you know I like I I grew up doing the the Arnold Schwarzenegger, the, the Hulk Hogan, and the Sylvester Stallone uh-huh. uh, era, uh, and, oh, yeah. and just guys with rem- remarkable physique only to find they had used drugs and everything that they had been using as a sales pitch kind of deflated my hopes and dreams because I said, well, you know, this is something I don't want to make a part of my life because, you know, you did, I did also in that era, we did have the Lyle Alzados and John Matuzak that were dying, uh, dying from brain cancer and, and, and all these other diseases and, and large heart. So, you know, it's, it's basically they're saying it was worth the risk some some were successful in it, and some died as as a byproduct. So I I didn't want to make that option. I wanted my dad made me promise long ago, you know, because he was a cop in Chicago, and he saw the the the, the after effects and the side effects of uh, drug use of any kind, and he made me swear. One of the few promises he made me do in life was about uh, drug use, 
and because he, he just seen how destructive to it was to the person, to the family, and to anyone that knew that individual. There was a lot of negatives, and, and we can say side effects because that's what it is. You know, the things we don't think about that we do in a negative life affect so much more than ourselves, and he, he, he just didn't want anything to do with that. So I always wanted that hope to stay and remain if any kid were looking at a natural bodybuilding athlete to know that when they were looking at that individual, they were looking at a real story, not uh, hidden drug use, not, uh, you know, something that would be revealed later on in life. It would be that person's story and only that person's story with nothing else added to it or taken away because of the struggle they had to do. Because the one thing about a natural athlete, we remember everything about a friend. Every prep is different, yeah. and and yeah, like you said, different. with your foot, yeah, with with your foot being like that, and you still finding a way, that takes a lot of mental discipline and a lot of maturity in the muscle and the mind, and that's not done by taking shortcuts. So when when you can speak about that, it's going to be a kid that can hear that and relate it to some part of their life. And grow from it instead of saying, you know, oh, well, you know, the only reason he got through is because he found a better doctor with a better prescription. That takes away from so much of a a kid that's maturing and finding, you know, oh, he had, you know, a shortcut. Because I think this life that we live, people are always looking for a shortcut. I mean, like, I, I love being in the gym and someone say, well, how do I get rid of this? And they slap their stomach never realizing they should be slapping their whole body because all of that part all of their body has body fat. But they only want to lose it in their in their gut. And it, it tickled me when women say, I don't want to lose the fat in my behind and I'm thinking, Well, you're not gonna lose any fat at all <laughs> And so, you know, yeah. we 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 mold ourselves. I mean bodybuilding I always thought should have been called body sculpting because we carve out a physique as natural athletes instead of, you know, being the the alternative. So, you know, when, when you have children that are going to be coming to the show again this year, simply because Chris Wells won, how does that make you feel? You know, it, it, it's great. It, it's a great feeling to be, uh, you know, to be looked up to, you know, uh, to be to be a role model, if you will, you know, for, for, uh, mm-hmm. for the sport. I, you know, the one thing that, you know, we we should always be clear about is that, listen, not everybody is going to be a bodybuilder. Not everybody wants to be a bodybuilder. Not everyone can. Right. Um, you know, we, we, we are in a sport that a very small population of the world can do. We, we, we do something that a very small population can do and, and that even want to do. But the mm. fact that you know you made a point, you made a point about uh, you know, uh, you know, a lady coming up to you in the gym and and wanting to lose body fat and things of that nature. You know, I'm okay with someone wanting to lose you know a little bit of body fat in their stomach or a little bit of body fat in this area. You know, everyone's goals are different. You mm-hmm. know, so I'm all for it. You know, and and you know, my wife reminds me all the time. Listen, Chris, not everybody wants to do what you do. Um, right. and that's fair, exactly. you know, so and that's fair, 
So, you know, that's the, that's the awesome thing about this industry. You know, it's not just a bodybuilding industry. It's a fitness industry, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that, you know, when people, when people see you, I remember the first time I saw you in our gym, I was like, my goodness, who is this guy with the, with the 23-inch arms? You know what I mean? Like, it, just, <laughs> it, it was insane to me, you know. So, uh, you know, it, it's to, to be a role model in fitness period is, 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 a, is a huge thing. It, it's awesome, man. It's an awesome feeling. And and you carry that 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 banner well, and I, I love that uh, the athletes that we have in our region can be spoken well of, and and repeatedly. I mean, I I thought when coming into the industry, it seemed like everybody that was a big name was out of reach. I mean, like you figure when I when I first started really understanding natural bodybuilding, I had to drive all the way out to Virginia just to talk to Phil Ricardo because like we just yeah. didn't have those names in our area. I had to drive to Florida to talk to uh, Cleveland Thomas, and I had to go all the way out to, uh, I think, West Virginia to talk. No, no, it was Tennessee or Kentucky, I think, to talk to Martin Daniels. So, you know, it it was the – I was like, well, why don't we have anybody? But we did. It's just like you said, nobody was speaking about the athletes in this region because it it just wasn't popular. Like, we had athletes that looked – Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I knew nothing about natural bodybuilding um, when I was first introduced to it. Uh, I just knew, to your point, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Ferrigno, that that era, and I knew that, listen, there's no way I'm ever going to get as big as that, so I'm just going to keep lifting weights for me. You know, I'm just going to keep doing what I love. Uh, And then when I was introduced to natural bodybuilding, it really – it really blew my mind because I was like, Oh my God, I think I can really do that and, and be successful. Yeah. You know, and yeah, to your, to your point, you know, back, you know, in 2005, 2006, 2007, there weren't a lot of organizations that I'm aware of, you know, that were doing, no. you know, that, that were promoting natural bodybuilding. Exactly. And now to be perfectly honest with you, we, we probably have too many, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, uh, and we do. you know, I, I guess too too many is, is is probably better than not enough, but uh, but yeah, there are so many great athletes. I've been to so many shows and and done a lot of shows here locally in the Chicago area. Um, but man, there's just some phenomenal athletes that we compete against so, from but, all and that's from so all true. country. So yeah, well, you figure like for our region right now, you have Chris Wells, you Chris Salgado. Terrence Terrell, Misha Goching, uh, Larry Montgomery, and, and and not just like big names, but well represented in the region because you live the life. And I think that was the thing where a lot of people didn't understand that traffic is because we were so hidden. And a lot of it yeah. fell upon us because we hide away in the gym because we were just there to do our thing and get out and get home to our families or get back to our job, it took us coming out of our shell because I was the hoodie guy. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't bother me. I got my headphones on. Just stay away. But I said in order to get people to walk into our arena, we basically have to open up ourselves first. And that took a lot. I'm here to tell you, brother, that took a lot for me to come out of that shell because I was so locked in. And like you said, when you get in that zone 
and and it doesn't have to be for a show. It just has to be for that workout at that date. And you feel phenomenal, and your your body is responding the way you want it to. Hey, don't bother me. And uh, I think Martin Daniels had that as well. But even he, when we sat down and talked, he said he realized in order for the sport to grow, he had to grow. And that was the paradigm shift I needed to hear because I said I can't be so locked in that I can't open up to everybody else. Because I said I, I related it back to being at church and never leaving. So how does anybody else get to know about a, a congregation, a worship, praise, or anything else? Because I'm still always stuck in the church. If I never come out, then how yeah. do people learn? Because I'm never speaking about it right. to people that don't know about it. And it was a it was right. a paradigm shift for me. And I, I I'm always thankful to him for for saying that because I said if if this guy and you know he looks like a freaking monster can basically take that time that five minutes before he starts his workout or or the ten minutes uh, after the workout when he's eating to basically engage people to understand that this is something that you could do too. Like you said, it's not for everybody, but fitness is and health is good health is and that's. If, if if it takes us standing on stage to get you to good health, then, yeah, it's worth it. Because I remember my best example is, like, it took me seven years of exercising to get my mom to take a, a multivitamin. Seven years. Mm-hmm. And I said, but but thank God for those seven years because my mom takes multivitamins. So, you know, we, it sounds funny to us because we live it so much. But for the, the the layman that's out there just learning that their health is at risk as they age and get older, it's a nice window of opportunity to basically learn that it doesn't always take a prescription to to get your blood uh, blood sugar in line or to get your cholesterol down or to get your blood pressure in, in, in a balanced state. If it takes us doing what we do, then, then so be it. You know, I, 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 I'm going to... Can I back you up to a comment that you made? Yes, please. You, you know, and, and let me apologize to the listeners for all the name dropping I'm about to do. <laughs> you know, you mentioned me, Salgado, yourself, um, you know, Terrence. Uh, now, now some of the names are, are slipping my mind. I, you didn't mention Ryan Doris, but he's another one. You know, right. when, when you're when I'm thinking about all these names name. of all these all these local, uh, somewhat local, um, phenomenal bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be honest. Yes. All, all of us, all of us, we we come from the Joe Perez tree, including you. Yes. That's true. We, we, we are That's all we are all branches of the Joe Perez tree, and and like I said, not to necessarily name drop, but I'm sitting or thinking, I'm like. Uh, um, uh, even Larry Montgomery, you know, Larry's yes. won that show before the, you know, the Chi Town Showdown. How awesome exactly. would it be for for all of us to return to the Chi Town Showdown? I think it's coming up in May, if I'm not mistaken. How how yes, great it would it be for all of us to show up, or as many of us that can show up that have done that show, done well at that show, and take a team photo. You know, a group photo with with Joe Perez. I would like that. You know that, I, and, and 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 his wife, and his wife, of course. You know that that would be that would be great. I would be all for that, man. We we, we should try to organize that. 
it, 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 I, I'm, I'm going to start that today. I'm going to start that today. I think that's a great idea. That's a phenomenal idea. Whoever's in the region, I know Brian McCabe has done that show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brian, Brian and I went toe-to-toe at that show. Yes, that's right. Uh, Sonny Akiba, so, I don't know if he would be allowed out there, but uh, I think the rest of us would, uh, <laughs> would would be able to do it. There's only one yeah, that I, would I have just... to be excluded, and that's, uh, yeah. But uh, everybody else in the region, yeah. That's a great idea. No, I, think it, I like that. I Go think it would be great because we're all, you know, that that's we all come from that show. We all yes. started there. Yes. You know, for the most part, for the most part. Yeah, I, I remember I was telling uh, one of the gym members down here, I said, I, I remember that year I was on a roll, and I'd won two or three uh, uh, shows, and everybody was asking me uh, what was the, the, the most popular show for me. You know, what was the one that I really looked forward to? And it was the Shy Town Showdown simply because of all the names that were going to be at that show. And I said, I just wanted to be in the top five. That was my goal, was just to be in the top five because it was so many that went on to win and, and, and do, like, phenomenal things after that show because yeah. it was so competitive at that, at, the, at that one show. It seemed like every star line. And I think men and women, it was just so many names that came out of that show. I said, yeah, my God, yeah. I said, people were getting, uh, that was like that year. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but that respective year, that was like getting uh, the Natural Olympia or any other mm-hmm. high caliber show, Yorton, whichever one you want to think about. Because so many people ended up at that show wanting to compete against, you know, the best of the best in that area. And I said, you know, the oh, it's bragging rights. Yes, yes, sir. And we it's, all talked it's, about it's bragging that. rights. I don't know if sure. we're having a conversation. Yes, sir. Who is going to be walking yeah. away with their name on, on, on that trophy knowing that yeah. they went up against the best of the area? And then it, it yeah. was even better than that because any state, any Big Ten state, had come from to that show because you wanted to get that name. And I said, boy, yeah. I mean, I was just, I was on cloud nine as a competitor and a fan. I was just on so, cloud nine because that meant so much. Go ahead. I was going to say, if there are any amateurs, uh, amateur competitors listening to the show, listening in, listen, there are. If, if, if you have not signed up for the shy town showdown, if that is not on your radar, it should be, um, you know, uh, the Perez family run a class act. I mean, a, a class organization. You know, you and I both yes. have done that show. I know you've covered you've covered the show for for years. Um, Every year, there, there's not enough great things I can say uh, about that show. And like Very I said, I'm, I'm not 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 to exclude any other show. My my, <laughs> the Windy City is is one of my all time favorites as well. You know, just because I, you know, I love the McCabe so much. I mean, I just think they're a great family. Um, but 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 that's what it's about more than anything. It's about 
who the promoters are, who the family is, yes. and, and and that that's so important. You know how you take care of your athletes, how you appreciate your athletes. I'll be honest with you, the Shy Town Showdown. It, it is some of the most impressive hardware I've ever seen of any any amateur no show. You know, and 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 Joe and and Brian alike, they both. Whatever money they get, they put that money back into the show, and you can't yes, ask for any more than than that from a promoter. So, do that show. Kalen and I will be that. there. Yes, <laughs> and we're gonna get as many as we can to show up as well. Because I mean, it's 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 like you said, it was it was the beginner, it was the front runner. And yeah. I remember his first year, he had some of the most unique trophies. And I, I got a, uh, a sad sob story about mine because I wanted one of those uh, those first-year shows he had. And I wanted to get there because I knew the trophies were growing. And he kept, you know, he, he's a – Joe Perez and his family are very forward-thinking. And so I knew those trophies wouldn't be there year after year. So I wanted to get in there. Uh, one year where I could actually get one. And the one year I won, I didn't win. I placed uh, second or third. But mm-hmm. when I, 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 what I would do is I would always make that a talking piece. When I, If I wanted a show or if I played for the show, I would take the trophy back to the gym that I was uh, a member or working and, and just, you know, start talking about natural bodybuilding. Because this is something that's been in my heart and been a passion of mine way back in the day because like I said I didn't want to take some kid's heart where he realized that you know what I did was drug related when this is something that there was you know not familiar to their thinking so it, I was always promoting natural bodybuilding as much as I could and I wanted that information out there where people could understand but how do you start the conversation without trying to brag and I right. didn't ever want to sound bragging I didn't ever want to sound like I didn't have any any humble nature because that you know the natural bodybuilding industry is built up of family type atmosphere, family type uh, dynamics yeah. of, of family orientation. So it, it you don't sound right bragging. The whole thing is basically how you got healthy and fit and then took it to another level. So that's what I always wanted to do. But in doing so, a guy said it looked like a rock'em sock'em robot, started messing with it <laughs> and broke it. Broke oh, it right in front of me, and I said, Ugh. "Life is more than a trophy." And and uh, I had one of Joe Perez's uh, shirts, and it said, "My body is my trophy." So I couldn't really fly off the handle as I watched my trophy destroyed by a guy <laughs> who thought it looked like a rock'em sock'em robot. And I oh, said, man. "Well," and I Sorry remember asking Joe if he ever had an extra one, and he did not. So you know that. I have a picture of it. I'll always have that. But uh, the trophy was demolished at, at at the LA Fitness, and it broke my heart. <laughs> oh man, sorry to hear that, Kay. <laughs> That's all right, brother. I mean, like we 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 do it for. I mean, the trophy's nice, and like you said, for me, because of, of the competitive nature. It's the time on stage that means more to me, and that that's why I've always been so angry with the people that cheat in natural shows. Because we 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 live for that moment on stage, and it's a lot of work that goes into that. And then to be yeah. stripped of it at the very last minute 
because someone decided, you know, they wanted to do it. They were going to, willing to do anything to win instead of do the right thing to win. And, you know, it, it's uh, I, I've always been outspoken about it. I've, I've actually lost to somebody um, to, to that was using and, and unabashedly so because, you know, they basically blamed everyone but themselves for taking the drugs that they were taking. And, it, it, you know, they they do the social media stuff about, you know, I didn't know I was guilty, but then you find five or six uh, things that they were using. Uh, you you had to know one of them was bad. But anyway, we don't want to yeah. get off on that right. Yeah. Right, exactly. But, you know, exactly. yeah, back to the Witty City Natural. That's coming up this year. I know Brian is doing a seminar. I just checked. And uh, Dale and uh, Deva, uh, that's a different name. But uh, they want to know if 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 you're going to be there because they're New Year, what, not New Year, first time competitors, and they will be at that seminar, and they would like to know if you were going to be there. Uh, what's the date of the seminar? It's April. Oh, I just had it. Hold, I, I'm refreshing now. I, it, it, I'll I'll get it to you, Chris. Uh, it it it's yeah. I'm, I'm doing the show, and it, it's basically buffering. Mm-hmm. So I'll send you that information, and uh, I know it's going to be one of the weekends in April, and uh, I'll, I'll send that to you. Sorry about that. So I can't I can't give a firm commitment, but I will as soon no, as we it, get off the phone. I'll definitely try to, um, uh, you know, check my schedule and and see if I can get there. I, I would love to do it. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not competing this year, so I don't, I don't feel any, you know, I'm I'm the most relaxed I think I've ever been. Um, uh, so I've got no problem coming in. I'm not taking my shirt off. Sorry, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> but I would I would gladly participate. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And I do apologize for that. But you know we're we're getting down in minutes, and I would love to you to give you the time to do the shout outs to all the people who have loved and supported you. And uh, this is your time right now, brother. Go ahead. Absolutely. You know, uh, first and foremost, you know my wife. Um, you know Angie Wells and my my kids. You know they have to put up with me. Uh, you know during prep, like like everyone yeah. does, right? You know, um, but I, you know I I can't say enough great things about them and and you know the them having to watch me miserable and exhausted for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, you know I I love them dearly and and I couldn't do this without them. Um, you know, I don't necessarily, it's weird. I'm one of those weird guys who I don't necessarily need, you know, my wife to prep my food and do my laundry and all that stuff. I just need her to say, yes, I want you to do it. Yes, I agree with you doing it. You know what I mean? All I need is that thumbs up and that support. And that's more than enough for me to get me through the, the 20 week prep or whatever it is, you know? So, um, you know, her, my kids, along with my coach, George Asmus, who, you know, listen, I love that guy to death. And, and um, you know, he was the one I brought on stage at the at the Windy City. And, um, yes. you know, he, 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 he he's very honest with me and very open. And like I said, we're, we're, he, he's one of my best friends, and, and, and I love him to death. So, um, and, and, and my entire family. Like I said, we spend a lot of time with our family in the summer, and they all support me. They don't, you know, they don't, you know, when, when snacks are out and junk food's out, they make sure I'm not eating it. So just the little things like that just make life so much easier yeah. for me. So I definitely appreciate my family in general. So so thank you for letting me give that shout out. I appreciate it. 
Got, got to do it, brother. And yeah, like I said, you're one of the most humble people I know in any seminar that you attend. It's going to be straightforward information that's truthful. And uh, I really respect you and, and appreciate you for doing that because I, I am very tired of the cookie-cutter responses. I, it, it's, it takes away from the sport in ways that people don't think. Because, one, even the most lame, layman, Jim, Jim Brett, knows something about health and fitness. And if you pass along bad information and they figure it out, that shines dully on the, the industry as a whole. They don't just say uh, that person's name. They say that natural athlete. And so, you know, we've, we've got to do to more to leave a better impression. And I know you're one of those gentlemen that can do that in spades. I mean, you, you just, you're an overflow of information, good information, and uh, you live it. And that's what this sport needs. And, you know, we, like just like you said about the great promoters, there has to be great athletes for those great promoters to keep doing what they do. So we have our end to hold up, and I'm so glad that you hold that banner so high. So, Chris, thanks so much. Uh, anything else you'd like to pass on before you before we end the show? You know, b- before I, before we jump off, I do want to say one thing, and that's, you know, anyone, I encourage anyone that they know that's on a fitness journey of any sort. It could be bodybuilding, fitness. It can be just, hey, I need to lose 30 pounds, 40 pounds, whatever it is. Encourage them. You know, occasionally just tell them that they're doing good. Keep them going. Just pat them on the back. They need that support no matter what the fitness journey is. Like I said, it can be by, it doesn't necessarily have to be bodybuilding. It can be I just need to lose 30 pounds to get in shape for, for, mm-hmm. for myself. Keep encouraging, keep pushing them, keep patting them on the back. It means the world to them. Trust me. It, it did to me. It did to me. So that, that's, that's all I've got to say, Kay. Well, well Chris, thanks so much for uh, joining us on this special episode. I, I keep forgetting it's Friday. I'm like, okay, what do we got to do tomorrow? And today is Friday. So, <laughs> you know, it's like Friday, and I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to a, a gentleman that has posed quite well and – I can call my my iron brother because uh, you're definitely one of my uh, favorites. I've always thought the world of you just in how you, your your character and how you carry yourself and how you remain that father and that husband. And and, and that takes a lot. I mean, like you said, it's a a dynamic that some struggle with and it's a dynamic that some have a hard time with. But you found a way, and I, I thank God that you did because you can bring so many people into the health and fitness regimen in a good way, not one that destroys the body but basically keeps it complete. So thanks so much, Chris. Uh, God bless you. Des, I wish you had been on the show as well. Uh, sorry, you know, you had to do with the family thing, but mom has got to be addressed, and no person will ever be mad at you for that. So, Chris, thanks so much again. Uh, on behalf of Dad and you, myself, uh, you're welcome, brother. And I look forward to seeing you uh, later this year, especially at the Shy All right, we'll so see. That's a great idea, we'll and I'm going to run with you. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you soon. Right, I'll be there. All right, brother. Have a good one. All right, thanks, Kay. Bye right, bye. No problem. So that was Chris Wells. Uh, Dad, you missed the you missed the gym today, and you not a gym. J-Y-M, but G-E-M. This guy is, is definitely everything that uh, the natural community needs, and I love him for it. Uh, so on behalf of P for P, uh, 
Manny Moe and Jack are JoJo and uh, Joseph Joe and Chad. So there's Snickerdoodle all day, no track. Kaylin Patterson, Midwest Muscle P for P Real Talk. We are 